live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harold. Rumble.com slash LFA TV. And this is live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God fearing, and God loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot, broadcasting from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire. And I am accompanied by the one, the only, my boy. Producer Eli! What's going on, LFA family? Producer Eli here, making America great again. Ready for Christmas. Let's go. Ready for Christmas. You're ready for Christmas. He's ready. He's Producer Eli. Let us know who you are and where you're watching from. Lowerty, thank you very much for the $50 donation. Wow, that's incredible. God bless you. Denise is in the building. Aunt Lob is here. Steven Sustin is in the building. Willie Rumble is here. CQ is in the house. How are you? TRS Mellies. Good to see you. Merry Christmas. Miranda Dolan, Merry Christmas to you. Jessica O'Brien from Florida. How are you? JK Alba, Benny Clow. His new CD is out. Go get Benny Clow's new CD. I wonder if it's a Christmas album. Grease Monkeys is in the building. How are you? Take time to find the truth. Is here watching today. 43 Gators, good to see you. Thank you very much. Oh, I appreciate that. Terry, how are you? Miguel Ortiz, Abbas girl, how are you? Mary Kirby, good to see you. Jay Gizmi is in the building. Cleese Sully, Tommy is here. Uh, Rosa Catalano, God bless you. Lucky, how are you? Barbara and Jim Peters. Christy Castillo, Castillo, thank you very much. And one more here, let's give it to Candy. How are you? Well, folks, we're here. It's Friday. It's the Friday before Christmas. And it is the most wonderful time of the year. Maybe someday Eli will even sing for you. Eli, you want to sing a Christmas song for the... Nothing? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Ah, <laughs> oh, loser. He's so much better than that, guys. But he gets stage fright when he gets a camera and a, and a microphone. No, he's not a loser. We love Eli. He loves me. We have that brother kind of, uh, uh, how long have we known each other, Eli? How many years? 
got to be going on like over 20 years now. Yeah. 20 years I've known this cat, and here we are working together. God bless you. Thank you, Kirsten Jackson. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm wishing everybody a happy and Merry Christmas, says Janmar. Thank you so much. Um, we got a big show. We got obviously two hours, all right? And today I have titled the show Bronx Loves Trump because the Bronx wants Trump. The Bronx is going MAGA and the Bronx is full on ready for a rally and turning New York deep red from the inside out. I have a feeling, Eli, that before it's all said and done, that Mayor Eric, eighth grade Adams, I might even come out and endorse him. I might endorse Donald Trump. I don't know. I don't know. He might get my endorsement if he helps out with the the migrant issues. We'll see. We'll see. I'd love to ask him, do you have to talk like that? Like, is it hard to talk like this? <laughs> Eli, not everybody's you, okay? Not everybody's perfect. He's Mayor Eric A. Great Adams, everybody. Come on now. All right. Uh, I love the hanging earring. Exactly. Jeremy, did you see that Texas is removing Biden from the ballot? Well, they are. That's, that's not true. Texas could remove Biden from the ballot. Dan Patrick says we should, but that's not quite true yet. Texas has not made the decision to do that unless that happened in the last 10 minutes, and I don't know about it. However, the Bronx loves Trump. I think Trump is going to turn New York red. We got a lot to talk about. Let me go over what we're going to go, uh, what we're going to break down in the first hour. 16 other states are now trying to join in with Colorado, so that will be the first and foremost section of today, and we'll be able to Identify who those other 16 states are so that you can see if you're living in one of those states. Um, The Epstein client list, ladies and gentlemen, it seems to have leaked without three names. Apparently, there's only going to be three names redacted on this. Me and Eli went through this list yesterday. It was actually put out by a few people whom whom they even said, hey, this is a, quote, leaked copy, and we won't know the exact verification of it until the first when we get the... uh, you know, the official version, but me and Eli went through that. And of course there was a lot of names on it that we have heard and known before, but then we found a lot of names that we've never seen. So thank you, JL Jazz. Thank you to the donations coming in. Merry Christmas to all. Um, We're going to be going over how Trump is absolutely blowing it out of the water right now. Jack Smith and Trump are in a showdown with the Supreme Court of the United States. We have new filings in that case. Um, We have four states that are trying to do the same thing that Joe Biden is doing to Donald Trump, to everybody else that's running as a Democrat. Uh, we're going to get into what's going on in Chicago. We've got a, um, a, a Planned Parenthood a video that came out about how they're trafficking children without the parents' knowledge. We're going to be going over the presidential, uh, the next presidential debate. If there is one, they better not because nobody cares. Nikki Haley is bird-braining all over the world about Donald Trump and how he's going to destroy everything. So much to unpack today on this December 22nd, 2020. Three, but what I want to do right now is I want to go to the Lord, folks, because, um, well, do we have some videos? Do we have, a, do we have a cold open video before we go to the Lord? We do. And you know what? The Lord is with this gentleman right here, and he goes by the name of Ben Berkwam. So before 
Uh, before we go to the Lord in prayer, I want to go to our cold open, which is Ben Berkwam on the streets of Chicago. And we're going to revisit Chicago back in, in later on in the show. But this is a, about a two-minute video of an interview that he had with a gentleman living in the inner city of Chicago. Roll it. It's about to boil over because you got so many of them here. They're commanding so many resources from the city, and you've got people displaced who never shared in any of that. Like, all of a sudden, we have $100 billion to spend on people that just got here. And... You know, you, you've got people that have been here forever and they don't even have a place to, to sleep at night. That's, it's, it's madness. I don't even know what the budgets are now. They're astronomical, but they keep passing more and more money and where's it going? You know, you've got construction sites where they're using for warming centers. You've got entire city blocks, police stations. It's not sustainable. The, the crime here was already so bad that people were worried about what was gonna happen next. Well, now it's the point of no return. You can't deport them all. You couldn't if you had to. And there's a lot of denial, too. I mean, we've been spending money in this city for decades without any care for where it came from, right? And now it's going to hit the pensions. It's it's going to hit city budgets that allow for a lot of the current employment uh, that just keep the wheels on. I don't see any way out. You can't have this many new unskilled people in a place where we already had desperately poor. Facts. And, and it's like we're kind of a forgotten part of America. Like, nobody really cares. We've got parts just 10 blocks from here that look like the third world. And people have always turned a blind eye to that. And now you're, you're throwing gasoline on that fire. And the people in the really polite suburban enclaves like where I'm at, they think they're safe. When, when this happens here, it's, it's, it's not going to be safe. Like there's, there's no good way out of this. And you look at that too, President Trump, what he did on the southern border versus Joe Biden just opening the floodgates up. Do you see, the, like, again, that, that shift where people here are starting to get it? Especially a lot of the community leaders that, that I know personally, like, you know, we've had that talk and it's right away. Like, they, they saw the difference, you know, they and, and a lot of them saw the difference with Trump back then. Yeah. You know, one, one of the things that Trump did that was huge was the First Step Act. And that got a lot of these nonviolent offenders, it got, it got them their lives back, whereas Biden was the one drafting the legislation. So that wake up was already starting to happen. This is just forced it over the top. We have a whole city that's that's ready to change allegiances because they know it's not working and it's so hard to get any attention on it so god bless you for being here whole city a whole city that's learned that's looking to change teams meaning vote for donald trump i honestly think now now when i posted this i posted a story oh i don't know it was a short clip on instagram maybe earlier this week or last week about uh donald trump going and marching in chicago based on that young man's video um, that Ben Berkwam had, had interviewed that young man in Chicago, and he said, Trump, come to Chicago. We'll get thousands of people to march behind you. And I, I posted that as a short clip on Instagram, and I had a bunch of people say, no, Donald Trump wouldn't be safe. Definitely don't have him go to Chicago. First and foremost, uh, Eli and I have been around Trump enough to know now that within a half a mile, there's nobody, gonna, there's nobody getting to Trump. Uh, the level of security around Donald Trump, especially now since the persecution, Eli, isn't it? It is, it's with, with at least a quarter mile in a radius around him, right? Maybe even more. I mean, they're down the streets. There's snipers everywhere in and out of range. I mean, you saw it this last time. Nothing will touch him. Yeah. Nothing. 
Yeah, so, and I say, and I say not only that, you're going to have the city of Chicago behind him. You're going to have the, the Bronx behind him if he goes there. I think Trump needs to make a presence in all of these deep blue cities. Obviously have a little bit more ramped up uh, protection, obviously. But when you're wearing the armor of God, you've got to walk into the belly of the beast. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And that is what I believe Donald Trump uh, should and has to do to really take his campaign and take this movement into the stratosphere. I mean, if you thought Ultra MAGA was already big, wait until he starts marching in Chicago. Wait until he, until he starts going to the Bronx and these inner cities of all of these states where they've got you brainwashed into believing that Trump has no backing or no support there. The man does. And it's going to be bigger than when Martin Luther King had his million man march in Washington, D.C. Donald Trump is going to bring this movement so big he truly did it uh, said it correctly when he said we're going to make it bigger and badder and better and greater than it's ever been before the best is yet to come s rose says too dangerous i disagree i disagree but that's the great thing about lfa tv is that we can disagree Because when you're wearing the armor of God and you're anointed by God, nothing, nothing will stop you. You will soar like the wings of eagles. You will fly high. You will rise above. You will show fruit when everybody else is, is withering away. And I, think there's, and I think that's exactly what Donald Trump is getting ready to focus on. Plus, if, if we knew he was going to be somewhere, imagine the millions and millions of MAGA maniacs that would show up and be around that man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But that's just my opinion anyway. Anyway, folks, let's go to the Lord right now. Speaking of this great and wonderful, awesome God that we have. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. December 22nd, my word is seasoned with multiple commands to be thankful for good reason. I ransomed you from eternal punishment through my torturous death on the cross, and I continue to shower additional blessings upon you. As you learn to give thanks in all circumstances, my loving presence will increasingly brighten your vision of life. All about perspective, folks. Exodus 16:8. Moses also said, Who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. And 1 Thessalonians 518 give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus and before you turn out the light tonight start now to develop a grateful mindset and soon you will perceive all of my gifts more clearly let's take this opportunity to remove our hats And go to the Lord in prayer, folks, as we have about 3,500 people ready to pray and join with us in the gospel. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And you know, folks, when we go to, um, when we go to Trump rallies now, and I do, or, or any uh, in-the-field correspondence uh, or reporting, if producer Eli and I go, 
uh, I, I do the Lord's Prayer with the crowd. And I got to tell you, every time, no matter where it is, it could be in Iowa, it could be in New Hampshire, it could be down south, it could be in Florida, wherever, wherever I go, if I say to the crowd, everybody want to join in and say the Lord's Prayer and pray before this wonderful event today, the crowd goes nuts like Trump walks by. Like, Jesus is the only name to remember. And ladies and gentlemen, his name will be remembered and be cemented forever and ever and ever. All right, let's go to our first and foremost sponsor of the day, and that is EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a deep breath because we've got about one hour and 40 minutes of nonstop news, action, and information. So take a deep breath and let it out. And you'll even do that better if you've got the EnviroCleanse unit in your home, where you live, where you reside, where you dwell, and you and your family deserve the best. You deserve the best air quality. You deserve freedom. You deserve the word of God in your lives. You deserve joy and peace. You deserve all nine fruits of the spirit. And ladies and gentlemen, a fresh breath and a big uh, and the ability to take a big, deep breath. My mom is working on that right now. And we've got a brand new HEPA filter waiting and ready for her for when she comes home from the hospital. Take a deep breath out with the bad, ladies and gentlemen, in with the good. The EnviroCleanse air purification unit is so trusted and it works so well that the Department of Defense decided to use the EnviroCleanse unit as their preferred air purifiers on the Navy submarine. So if it's good enough for our military folks, it is definitely good enough for us. A thousand square feet radius around this bad boy and it will eradicate and decimate any and all airborne bacteria and viruses that come inside your house from people walking in and out the dogs coming in and out the door being open whatever the mailman coming it doesn't matter your home will be clean and pure and fresh and if you go to ekpure.com you'll get a free air test quality kit with the EnviroCleanse when it comes to your home, and you'll get up to $150 in savings. ekpure.com, and use that promo code LFA and get yourself your discount today, ekpure.com. And now it is that first and foremost section of the day. Eli, you got your field of greens? Got it. He's shaking his. I'm shaking mine. What's that, Eli? Let's go. He says, let's go. I guess it's bottoms up time for us here on LFA. And that's how we get our energy around here. The word of God, rise up coffee, and field of greens, wildberry. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. 16 states. 16 states think that they want to play monkey see, monkey do, and think, well, if they did it, I can do it too. So I'm going to give you a list of the 16 other states where President Trump's enemies, that's right, enemies, we'll call them enemies. Everybody say it with me. One, two, three. Enemies are trying to kick him off the ballot. You know, and preserve that democracy that they always talk about. And nine active cases brought by long shot GOP presidential candidate. Let's go into this right now. President Trump, as of right now, has been disqualified from the ballot in Colorado in 2024. Thanks to four far left Supreme Court justices. The court dubiously cited Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which we all know does not apply to a sitting president. Which he was. When they say this happened, I understand, not now. The state's high court left room for an appeal by staying their own decision, and the ruling will go into effect on January 4th, unless the Supreme Court decides to get involved, which I presume that they will. 
but one would be mistaken to believe that this is the end of Trump's ballot challenges. And you can partially thank a Republican presidential candidate for this. According to a database maintained by Lawfare, 16 other states have pending legal challenges to the 45th president's president's eligibility for office under the 14th Amendment, like Colorado. The lawsuits feliciously claim that Trump is barred because he engaged in the insurrection on January 6th. Here is the full list of states that are active or trying to or have been working on a process to get him off. Alaska, Arizona, Maine, Michigan, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, South Carolina, Texas, there's an effort, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. The New York Times reports four of these lawsuits in Michigan, Oregon, New Jersey, and Wisconsin have been filed in state courts. Eleven lawsuits in Alaska, Arizona, Nevada, New York, New Mexico, South Carolina, Texas, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming have been filed in federal district courts. The paper also notes that while a federal case in Maine fell by the wayside, it still has another challenge to Trump pending. The Times reveal nine of the active federal cases were brought by John Anthony Castro, a long shot Republican presidential candidate, which obviously shows what he's trying to do. He has filed challenges in 27 states regarding Mr. Trump's eligibility on the ballot under the 14th Amendment over the years, including a case with the Supreme Court. So you've got one guy who thinks he has some kind of a shot to run for president, which he probably doesn't. He's probably just some paid Democrat operative to be a rhino and try to say he's running for president, but then bring these cases. He's a fall guy. Thank you, Stretch MJ, Stretch JMR. Thank you very much for the $100 donation to keep Eli right there in that seat over there. Eli, $100 donation to you that Mr. Make America Great Again. Thank you, Stretch. God bless. All right. Yeah, what a buffoon. Um, not you, Eli, this guy, California arguably has the most insane state government in America. Uh, and that is where this gentleman is actually from and uh, including, uh, you've got your California Lieutenant Governor, uh, Eleni, like I said the other day, I don't know if I know this name right, but Kanalakis has demanded the secretary of state, Dr. Shirley N. Weber, consider the legal avenues to get him off there as well. Fortunately, Trump will likely receive the reprieve soon. The Colorado Department of State notes that the Colorado Supreme Court's hold will be temporarily lifted if the uh, Supreme Court of the United States agrees to hear Trump's appeal. Trump will be eligible to be placed on the state's Republican primary ballot until the nation's top court decides. Okay, if the Supreme Court takes the case, says retired Judge J. Michael Luttig, a vile Trump hater, who has vocally backed these absurd ballot challenges, okay, says an appeal would freeze all of the other lawsuits. Hopefully, a Supreme Court will end this madness in short order. The fate of our republic definitely depends on it. So, folks, there you go. It's just these people are paid a lot of money by the Democratic Party to be a stick in the spokes of Donald Trump's 
MAGA bike. You know what I mean? Remember when you used to stick um, sticks in people's spokes and they used to flip over when you were kids? That is exactly what the Democrats are trying to do. Donald Trump's just trying to ride his bike because you know he can ride a bike, unlike Joe, Joe Biden. Donald Trump's just trying to ride his bike and Democrats are at every, every block trying to uh, throw sticks into his spokes. And they're not going to do it. Now, Joy Behar, boo, who is on, apparently, I would say, um, we're going to wait until January to find out for sure. But Joy Behar, who is apparently on Epstein's client list, uh, flight logs, said the quiet part out loud on Twitter. In a tweet she posted yesterday, she basically said that the left has to use the law to go after Trump, you know, to defend their democracy. The View co-host Joy Behar faced massive backlash yesterday on on Twitter after suggesting that President Biden may lose the 2024 election if Donald Trump is not defeated via legal intervention. Of course, J.A. Fish, thank you very much. Merry Christmas to you. J.A. Fish, another donation for you, Eli. On Tuesday... Former presidential candidate and congressman Joe Walsh posted a take no one will like on Twitter. Walsh admitted that while he personally believes Trump committed an insurrection, he finds the 14th Amendment insurrection ban vague, untested, and likely to be overturned by the Supreme Court. Now, if you know Joe Walsh, he's an absolute pile of cow dung. This guy is a loser of all losers. If there was a world that was called loser, he would be the king of of this world. He also predicted that the Colorado Supreme Court decision would strengthen Donald Trump politically and stressed that uh, the best and only way to defeat Donald Trump is at the ballot box. Joy Behar disagreed and offered her own position on Twitter. Joe said this, number one, I think Trump committed insurrection. That's because you're an idiot. But he hasn't been convicted of insurrection. So this doesn't seem right. Then he put number two. Because this insurrectionist ban is vague, untested, and may not even apply to the presidency anyway, SCOTUS should and will unanimously rule it, uh, overturn that. Joy Behar then came and said, hey, Joe, The ballot box can't compete with the third-party candidates who will take votes from Joe Biden. Exactly what I've been saying. And let us not forget the Electoral College. The law must defeat him. That is what Joy Behar said. The law must defeat him. This is what all radical Democrats think. They know they can't beat him. But they also say they don't care if they go against the Constitution This man is that much of a threat. Now, here's some great responses. This guy says, quote, we must not allow voting and also the Constitution could get in the way. You're doing a great job, O defender of democracy, he said to Joy Behar. This other person says, quote, the people want to elect him, so we must not let let them have a choice, sarcastically. These are the types of arguments and rationale that will drive voters into the arms of Donald Trump, a Democrat says on Twitter. Do you agree with that uh, message, that statement, that these are the kind of things that will ultimately drive people into the arms of Donald Trump, basically to vote for Donald Trump? Let's see what the LFA live chat has to say. 
Who is Joy Behar anyway? She needs to shut her hole. She's stupid, says Suzanne Vermontes. I like your rhetoric. Suzanne, LOL, you are right. The witches on the view, says Kitty. Trump 2024. I can't stand Joy. Not Joy Behar anyway. Why is Texas on the Trump ballot ban? These are people in Texas trying to call for their Secretary of State to do it. That's why. Uh, Jeremy, John Schneider is a hero. Did you see what he said about Biden? He said he should be assassinated for treason. I did, and I also saw that he um, he uh, deleted that because it seems like the uh, FBI is going to be coming after him pretty soon, which is just a joke because I believe he should be as well under the law if found guilty of treason. Trump needs to have rally at the southern border. Ooh, exactly. And have the camera pointing in the background, Eli, so that the backdrop of the, of the Trump rally is the thousands of people walking in. Can you imagine the impact of that? I mean, the impact in Chicago, in inner city Chicago, would be massive. The impact in the Bronx would be massive. But I think you're onto something there. If Trump were to hold a rally at the border and have the backdrop be the active and current illegal aliens that are literally marching through, then that means, ladies and gentlemen, that every single news station there would have to capture that because the backdrop would be behind him. And it would show you the illegal aliens literally coming across the border in real time. Donald Trump, if you're listening, this is what we call for. We the people... The ultra-MAGA base are calling for Donald Trump 2024 to have a massive campaign outside at the U.S. border, at the most poorest part. Like, what's that place called? Lukeville, Eli? Is it Lukeville, Texas? Let's go there. Let's have a rally right there, sir. Let's have the backdrop be the illegal aliens actively coming through the border while you are live on air doing a rally and show the world that we are being invaded by military-aged men. How many people in the chat support that? This, may, this video will most likely get to the Trump campaign once we make a short clip of it. So ladies and gentlemen, if you support that, the thousands upon thousands that are watching live right now, let us know in the comment section. Let us know in the live chat. Let us know your support. For Donald J. Trump. Pull it up on the screen, Mr. Eli. Yes, border rally. Support, support, support. I would be there. Do it. Yes, sir, I do. What a great idea. It would be dangerous for him. Yes, but it would be so incredibly truthful and it would show the world. Lukeville, Arizona. Yes, Lukeville, Arizona. Thank you for correcting me on that one. Look at all the support, President Trump. These people are for you. We will go there. We'll be there with you. Millions upon millions of people. It'll be a sight like never before seen in America. And we will expose to the people who are blind, to the people who have filters over their eyes, that we are truly being invaded under a Joe Biden stolen residency. Amen. Donald Trump, we're with you on this one. God bless and Merry Christmas. That's huge. That would be huge. I think we should do that. And we've got 4,200 people watching live right now. I'd like to ask each and every one of you to please share this out and smash that 
thumbs up. Because speaking of Donald Trump, he is now continuing to surge, surge, surge in the polls. Let's get into this story right here. The Democrats ballot unlawful attempts and witch hunts to try to take Donald Trump out of the running are just not working because Trump now leads Biden among 18 to 34-year-olds and handily. Even brainwashed, indoctrinated kids in Joe Biden's America can't stand old Joe. It's incredible. This must really come for a shock to the Marxists who are uh, committed to total power over the American people from the cradle to the grave. They might need a new distraction soon, but a morning consult poll, Trump now leads Biden among 18 to 34-year-olds, and Biden continues to lose support among black and Hispanic voters. Trump also maintains a narrow edge among independent voters as well, and I think that is going to absolutely um, just jump up over the coming months, the independence. I mean, that's going to be huge. Here's a graph of it uh, right here, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see, you can see the blue going down and the red going up, and then below at the, at the bottom, you can see the, um, the percentage. I mean, look at that. This is incredible. Trump took his first monthly lead over Biden in November, in November, um, between from for people 18 to 34. You've got that crowd. You continuing to uh, increase your your black and brown vote, your Jewish vote, your Asian vote, your American vote, because that's what we are. We are Americans in one nation under God. So you can continue to break us apart, label us group us up by skin color and everything else. But I've said it before and, I've sa- and I'll say it again. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Now, moving on, we've got a lot to talk about here with Jack Smith and Donald J. Trump because as of yesterday, since the end of my show, we've had some stuff happen. We've had some cases filed. We've had a showdown and we're going to get into it right now. As soon as I got done my show yesterday... I saw an article that says Trump is urging the Supreme Court of the United States to reject Jack Smith's request for an expedited ruling on the immunity argument and 18 Republican attorneys general, including Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey, have filed a support in support. I mean, have filed in support of Donald J. Trump. And if you don't know who Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey is, he is the one that right now arguably is making the most headway when it comes to going after and holding accountable the Biden administration strictly on the censorship and colluding with Twitter and social media companies behind our backs, which violated everybody's First Amendment over the last however many years. But yesterday he filed a brief at the United States Supreme Court to halt special counsel Jack Smith's move to circumvent the appellate court in his January 6th case against President Trump. Alabama and 18 other states joined in support of Donald J. Trump in filing this brief with the United States Supreme Court yesterday. Now, before I continue to move on with this story, I have to bring you up to speed as to where Donald Trump just surprised me again 
in a lawful world where we sound, Eli, sounded like at the beginning of a movie, in a lawful world. <laughs> one man. One man defies all odds and goes against Jack Smith, President Donald J. Trump. Tune in this year for Against the Grain. <laughs> in a world. Okay, no, seriously. Got to bring you up to speed here. Donald Trump shocked me with this one, right? Because in a world where people actually, you know, rule off the law and the Constitution, we would have nothing to worry about. We would say, yes, expedite this to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is clearly going to rule in favor of Donald Trump when it comes to immunity. And then everything else drops, right? We get the Supreme Court to rule on this and then everything else. Fannie Willis, all of it, done. However, Donald Trump doesn't want to leave it to the judges. If anybody here watches MMA, one rule is that you never leave it to the judges, ever. Because you never know what the judges are going to see in that fight. You might have thought, I pieced this guy up all night long. I had takedowns and I had the octagon control. And then the judges see something completely different. And when you thought you were the guy going to get your hand raised, all of a sudden the judges raise the other guy's hand. Well, Donald Trump doesn't want to leave anything and leave his uh, presidency and his life on the line of the Supreme Court. So Donald Trump and these 18 other states file a brief to say, wait a minute, Jack Smith cannot circumvent the appellate courts. That is not how this works. And the reason why they're doing this is obvious, folks, because Jack Smith thought that he could go above and beyond the law. And Jack Smith thought that he could say, give me this case now because I would love to convict him before the 2024 election. Donald Trump doesn't want to leave anything up to chance. So Donald Trump and these 18 other states are saying, no, 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 Jack Smith. No, 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 no. You're not going to circumvent. You're not going to go above and beyond anything else anybody else can do just because you have the title special because that special to you is something completely different if you know what I'm saying. Right, Eli? Mm -hmm. So they're saying, no, no, no. You need to go through the process because the process takes time. And the process takes time for a reason. And especially since we're talking about federal cases here, red tape up the wazoo. No, 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 no. We're going to go back and you're going to do this the right way. Jack Smith. Now, let me tell you the states and the attorneys general who signed on to support the 45th president. Treg Taylor from Alaska. These are attorney generals, folks. Ashley Moody of the state of Florida. Raul Labrador of Idaho. Theodore Rokita of Indiana. Brenna Bird of Iowa. Daniel Cameron from the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Jeff Landry, also in that lawsuit with the Missouri Attorney General of Louisiana. Lynn Fitch of Mississippi. Andrew Bailey of Missouri. Thank you, Cindy Lou Who, for the $50 donation. I just caught it. God bless you. We love you. Um, Andrew, ba- Andrew Bailey of, of, of Missouri. Uh, Bridget Hill of Wyoming. Patrick Morrissey of West Virginia. Sean Reyes of Utah. Ken Paxton has joined in. He was the last one to join of Texas. Marty Jackley of South Dakota. 
Allen Wilson of South Carolina, Drew Wrigley of North Dakota, Michael Hilgers of Nebraska, and Austin Knudsen of Montana. Those, ladies and gentlemen, are the list of attorney generals who attorneys general who have signed on in support of Donald J. Trump. So, because this is an attempt of the DOJ to accelerate the prosecution, and it's blatantly partisan, and SCOTUS must reject it immediately. This is what they urge. This is the brief that they filed. And ladies and gentlemen, Jack Smith is frantic. Jack Smith made a desperate plea in response to Trump's latest filing. Trump's lawyers argued that Trump is immune, obviously, from federal prosecution for alleged crimes committed while he served as president. Quote, in the 234 years of American history, no president ever faced criminal prosecution for his official acts. Until 19 days ago, no court had ever addressed whether immunity from such prosecution exists, Trump's lawyers wrote in the filing. To this day, no appellate court has addressed it. The question stands among the most complex, intricate, and momentous momentous issues that this case will be called on to decide. Jack uh, Jack Smith skipped over the appellate court and tried to go straight to the Supreme Court on this immunity claim. Yesterday, Jack Smith admitted his January 6th case is currently on hold. He admitted he wants to convict Trump before the 2024 election. Quote, This case involves, for the first time in our nation's history, criminal charges against a former president based on his actions while in office, Smith wrote in the filing yesterday. And not just any actions, alleged acts to perpetuate himself in power by frustrating the constitutionality prescribed process for certifying the lawful winner of an election. The nation has a compelling interest in a decision on respondents' claims of immunity from these charges. And if they are to be tried, a resolution by conviction or acquittal without undue delay. That Jack Smith is telling you and the world that if he does not have immunity, then he must be convicted without any delay. This is their plan. Two plans. Bring in the illegals, turn them into voters, cause civil war, put Trump in prison, take over the world. Are you going to let this happen? Eli, are you going to sit back and let this happen? Not a damn chance. And there you go. You heard it here first. His shirt told you who he was. His mouth said what he said. Do you, ladies and gentlemen, are you going to allow this? I don't think so. Why is there always a thumbs down on Jeremy's show? Goodness, people, because there's haters out there drinking the greatest kind of hater aid. And you know what? The greatest part about haters is when they become your fans, you need more haters. You know what I mean? And the haters and the trolls nowadays... They just don't cut the mustard. So anyway, we'll keep you up to date on that. But it looks like 18 states have now gotten involved. And there is no way. We already know that the March 4th trial date 
for the January 6th case with Judge Tanya Chutkin in D.C., that is blown out of the water. That's now not going to happen when it's supposed to. And I fully believe, ladies and gentlemen, that all of these other states, attorneys general getting involved in filing this brief, the Supreme Court is just going to be like, oh, enough is enough. This is going to drag on for years, and it's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to drag on for years. Bobby Driver says that Jack Smith is an evil, evil man. Do you agree with that? I do. All right, folks, I'm going to ask you to do another round of sharing here. If you guys would do me that incredible favor, do another round of sharing here because this next piece of news, I don't know if anybody's really reporting on yet, and it has to do with the fact, does Jack Smith even have the authority to be in the position that he is? How did he get there? And if he got there the wrong way, if he didn't do the steps in which you must take to be named a special counsel in this kind of case, then everything that he's done to this point has been completely and unlawfully uh, void. Let's get into this. Two major things. Former Reagan Attorney General Edwin Meese That's the plural term for mouse. (laughs) Claims in a legal filing, Jack Smith has no more authority to represent the United States in the Supreme Court than Bryce Harper, Taylor Swift, or Jeff Bezos. What in the Sam you-know-what could he be possibly talking about? Jack Smith has no more right to represent the United States in the Supreme Court than these two other idiots that you see to the left and to the right of him. Does this not look like a trip through Loserville, folks? It does to me. I'm a loser. They're losers. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. All right, folks, this is incredible. These claims are really, really incredible. Let's get into this right now. Um, according to Ed Meese and his co-authors, Jack Smith has no business before a federal court. In conclusion, Meese stated this, Smith is a modern example of a naked emperor. Improperly appointed, he has no more authority to represent the United States in court than Bryce Harper, Taylor Swift, or Jeff Bezos. That, in fact, that fact, excuse me, is sufficient to sink Smith's petition and the court should deny review saying that he was improperly appointed on November 18th 2022 Attorney General Merrick Gardenome Garland appointed Jack Smith as special counsel to harass Donald J. Trump on August 1st the president and leading GOP contender in the 2024 presidential race was indicted on four felony charges. Last week, Smith submitted a petition to the Supreme Court for writ of, I never say this right, shiratory. I never say that word right. Writ, no, it's, it's, it's a stupid legal term. It's, it's, it's a writ of certiori, certiori, I think it's called. What's that? I've heard about a writ of habeas corpus. Not even close, Eli. It is a writ of sheratory. Anyway, I sound like Biden just trying to say something. Uh, Asking the justices to rule on the question of presidential immunity. 
Could Trump be prosecuted for his crimes in office? The word alleged should now appear before the phrase special counsel in the Smith's case because Meese and his colleagues questioned the very validity of the appointment of Jack Smith. So let's get into this. Breaking report. Filings reveal. Yeah, Shershiori. That's what it is, Eli. Shershiori. What a stupid word. Sounds Latin. A writ of shishiori in the Filings reveal that Jack Smith may never have been properly appointed. If proven, this would render all of his legal acts void. Private citizen Jack Smith lacks standing to petition the Supreme Court for a writ of shishiori before judgment in the United States versus Trump. Anyone now in jail or subject to a plea bargain with Jack Smith can ask to be released because Jack Smith is, in truth, a private citizen. The judge in the Florida District Court classified documents cases under the jurisdiction of the 11th Circuit and is not bound by D.C. Circuit precedent. Any litigant in a case before her can argue that Jack Smith is not lawfully appointed officer of the United States of America. That is true. Why is not Fox News, who's got the biggest reach to Republicans, talking about this? This is major news, and we're going to keep you updated on this. So anybody that's in jail or imprisoned or faces anything under Jack Smith's uh, harassment, go before the judge and ask it to be dismissed immediately because Jack Smith is a private citizen. He is not an officer of the court of the United States of America. Now, I know that this all sounds like long shot stuff. Everything's a long shot when you first find out about it, folks. Everything is a long shot when you first find out about it. It's the constant pushing and nagging and constant fight that keeps things alive. Look at the Democratic Party for crying out loud. That is how their entire party is built. All right. Is he foreign? He lives in the Netherlands. He's an American citizen, but he lives in the Netherlands. He's not an officer of the court for the United States of America, in federal, circuit, supreme, state, nothing. And it's something we should have been talking about a long, long time ago. Lisa uh, Lisa Knockhan, Eli, says, do I get the Smarty Award of the day for coming up with the idea of having a rally at the border? Do you think she should get that for that, Eli? Eli says yes. So ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the Day, today, goes to Lisa and Sterling Knockin. Because that was a heck of an idea. It truly was a great idea. All right, let's go to a word from our wonderful and luxurious Cozy Earth. Ladies and gentlemen, Cozy Earth promises the softest, softest fabric in the world, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Premium, 100% made from bamboo fabric that feels like a cloud. I can attest to this. It's true. Perfect temperature regulating and moisture wicking fabric to keep you comfy. 
machine washable, check this out, enhanced weave that is guaranteed not to pill even after washing and drying. They actually say it gets better. And a direct supply chain, ladies and gentlemen. And what sets Cozy Earth apart from all other sleep or bedwear or loungewear besides the fact that it's made from bamboo, folks? Well, the fact that they actually stand by everything that they say, meaning that if you do not feel... The way they say you should feel about this product after 100 days, you can ship it back for a full money-back guarantee. Now, these items are not cheap. They are definitely luxurious items. Bamboo items are definitely not cheap. But you can jump into the game today for 40% off all betting by using the promo code LFA at time of checkout. So uh, pamper yourself, pamper your wives, pamper your moms, pamper your dads, your families, your brothers, your sisters today with the most luxurious bedding in the world, CozyEarth.com. That is CozyEarth.com. And use the promo code LFA for 40% off. CozyEarth.com. Check it out today, folks. All right. I need another drink of my Field of Greens. What kind of Field of Greens are you drinking on? I pretty much only drink the wild berry anymore. It's just my favorite kind. Let us know what your favorite kind is. Eli, can you believe that we are already, already one hour in today, today's show? And um, not only are we already one hour into today's show, but we are already three days from Christmas, and we're only nine days away from 2024. What do you have to say about that? Oh, my God. I'm not First of all, it's oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And, and anyway, go on. Sorry. I uh, I'm not even ready for 2023 to be over yet, but time's flying. 2023, Eli. You and I have been here this whole year. We've went from that studio to this studio. We started covering Trump rallies. We started going and covering arraignments and stuff like that. This is your first time ever doing anything like that. You're out there with the live view pack on. You're out there holding the camera and the freezing cold sometimes. What's this experience been like for you who's never been involved in politics, never been involved in this kind of a media before, but yet you were with me through all the music days? How does this differ and what has experience your 2023 been like? Those were definitely fun days. Those were our beginnings of our you know performances and times together, but... Job-wise, this is the greatest job I've ever had. It's a great. It's exhausting. It's stressful. It's taxing. It can be a little bit depressing sometimes with all the news that comes out. But it's the greatest job I've ever had. I can't get enough of it, and it actually irritates me that time goes so fast. I want time to slow down so we can find some type of enjoyment out of this. You know, not that we don't, but it just it, we're already two, almost three years into this. I, I want more. Well, the, the crazy thing about the news business is that everything that you do today is done tomorrow. And you have to and you're and you're either advancing what you did yesterday or you're in on under 10 other things. And you're like, oh, we got to fight this over here and we got to fight this over here and we're exposing this over here. And and, I, and it's it's definitely a taxing job. But again, I agree with him. The best job in 2023 was really the first full year um, for LFA TV. Um, in the in the existence that it's in now with all these different shows. And, um, man, with all of you guys being here through all this growth, 5,000 live every single day, the LFA TV family just pushing this message out there, getting it bigger and bigger, bringing more people in, the sharing, the promo codes, the buying stuff from our stores, the sending us the heartfelt letters. And the, I, I got to tell you, folks, it's been, uh, it's, been a, it's been a joy of my life. 
to do this network, do this show for you guys. And, um, you know, I just wanted to, Eli, you sound so articulate. You sound like an announcer. Jeremy and Eli, we are so proud of this little family. Keep people, keeping people entertained is tough. <laughs> well, and informed, right? Enterta- and calm. That's the other thing. And calm so we don't do anything stupid. Uh, Kelly says you do a fantastic job. LFA TV is the best network. Eli, what was it like real quick before we get into the second hour? Because I know that the, the, the LFA family has been wanting to hear, you know, more conversation. Um, but I, forgot, I just lost my train of thought there. Just well, maybe it was something that somebody said back here. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I was going to say. But anyway, folks, it has been a ride and it's it is difficult every day. And what what we're doing every day is um, is 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 fun and dangerous, but we wouldn't trade it for the world. And we just wanted to have a little bit of back and forth at the end of this hour. Uh, derailment. <laughs> I'd come here just for the impersonations that you and Jeremy do. It's it's such a laugh. Breaking news: GOP legislators in three swing states in three draft uh, st- swing states draft bills to remove Joe Biden from the ballot. Folks, we are getting so close to civil war with this stuff. But you know what? They wanted it, and they got it. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news right here on LFA TV. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, heard it here first, and that's what happens. You're sitting here having a, you know, discussion, and we get breaking news that three swing states have filed to get Joe Biden off the ballot. Eli is getting that story for us. In the meantime, we're going to go back to talk about four states that are actually doing this in support of Joe Biden against his primary opponents, Florida. Tennessee, Massachusetts, and North Carolina Democrat Party have already decided that only Joe Biden will be on the ballot for the primaries. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, the death of what they call democracy, right? The death of what they call democracy. Look at that lion, dog-faced pony soldier. Let's get into this. Four states, Florida, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Massachusetts have decided to force voters with a single option for the Democratic primaries. Joe Biden. The decision which effectively crowns Joe Biden as the Democratic nominee in those four states without a primary contestation has incited allegations of disenfranchisement and questions about the democratic process within the party. The true threat to the demise of what they call our democracy lies within the Democratic Party, not Donald Trump. The Communist Party will now decide the Democrat Party's nominee just like they did back to Bernie Sanders when they took the nomination from him too and who they shall install into the White House. The Florida Democratic Executive Committee announced that in the upcoming primary elections, the ballot will only feature the name of Joe Biden, effectively excluding any potential challengers within the party. The primary, which typically serves as a platform for party members to choose their preferred candidate for the general election, will not accommodate write-in candidates either. A departure from traditional election processes, which is exactly what they're doing in Colorado. You see how a free society becomes a dictatorship, folks, under Democrats. 
That's how a free society becomes a dictatorship under Democrats. And Eli just sent me that, uh, beautiful, Eli just sent me that story. This is out of, uh, this story is from Newsweek, ladies and gentlemen. And this is a half an hour ago. Republican lawmakers in three swing states have announced their plan to remove Joe Biden from their state ballots. Aaron Bernstein of Pennsylvania House of Representatives, Corey, Corey McCarr of the Arizona House of Representatives, and Charlize Byrd of the Georgia House of Representatives released a joint statement on Thursday announcing their plan to remove Joe Biden from the 2024 general election in those three states. Newsmax, or Newsweek, excuse me, reached out to Bernstein, McCarr, and Byrd via email and phone, as well as the White House and Biden's campaign via email for a statement. The move comes in the wake of the Colorado Supreme Court doing what they did to uh, Donald Trump just a couple days ago. Um, And ladies and gentlemen, these three Republican lawmakers argued on Thursday that if Trump can be barred from a state ballot, then it is likely Biden should be able to get the same treatment, especially for the law breaking of the southern border and the dereliction of duty. Amen. Amen. Eli, we got 4,700 people watching right now. Please, please encourage to like and share. Today, we are joining forces to introduce legislation to remove Joe Biden from the ballots in Georgia, Arizona, and Pennsylvania, the lawmakers said in a press release. Quote, the absurdity of radical Democrat judges removing Donald Trump from the ballot in Colorado will be a stain on the American political system for decades. Just the act of it, ladies and gentlemen, will be a stain for decades by their way of of their own interpretation of the law. Joe Biden is 100 percent not eligible to run for political office. The press release read Democrats insane justification to remove Trump can just as easily be applied to Joe Biden for his insurrection at the southern border and his alleged corrupt family business dealings with China. Ladies and gentlemen, we called it. We knew they were going to start. We knew it was going to be like a domino effect. So what do we do here? We celebrate good times, ladies and gentlemen. We celebrate good times. Here in New Hampshire, when something good happens, and while I agree, these are just domino effects that are leading us closer and closer towards a full-on civil war, you've got to play on the same playing field. And it's about time some Republicans are stepping up in a huge way. And it's about time the Republicans that are stepping up are Republicans with power. State representatives, state senators, state attorneys general, DAs, mayors, governors. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. All right, as we get into this second hour of Live from America, we have 4,800 people watching, which prompts me to think we must be somewhat Featured on the front page, but we're not. People are just seeking truth, Eli, that much that they are flocking to LFA. And we appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm about to start the second hour with the cringiest crap you've ever seen in your life. Joe Biden's cabinet. Joe Biden's um, people that work in his cabinet decided they were going to reach out to the people because the people are just not getting the truth about how great the Biden administration is actually doing. So they put out this debauchery. 
Play it. With President Biden's cabinet, of course we launched American Climate Corps, a historic program mobilizing the next generation of climate resilience workers. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course we're solving the climate crisis by putting young people on the path to good jobs. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course we're conserving America's beautiful force, supporting wildfire response, and delivering jobs in rural communities. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course we're creating a climate-ready nation and creating jobs at the same time. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course we're going to work to empower the next generation of stewards who will protect our lands, waters, and wildlife. We're President Biden's cabinet. Of course we're increasing access to skills-based training for our future clean energy workforce while saving the planet. I'm a we're President Biden's cabinet, of course. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Eli, I should have went something like this. Hi, we're President Biden's cabinet. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> hi, we're President Biden's cabinet, and we have literally let the southern border become invaded so much that women and children are dying and being raped, and fentanyl and, nar- and all other kinds of narcotics are coming through that southern border and flooding into your communities. Hi, we're President Biden's cabinet. We believe in human trafficking. We believe that our son and our family is above the law. And right now, we have articles of impeachment being drawn up on us right now, federal investigations, cocaine being found, hookers everywhere, documents being found that shouldn't be found. Hi, we're President Biden's administration. Hi, we're President Biden's administration. We believe in killing babies no matter what. We believe in genital mutilation. We believe in not telling the parents about the genital mutilation of their 14 and 15 year old child, even though you cannot even get a tattoo until you're 18 years of age. Hi, we're President Biden's cabinet. We wanna do away with guns because you would need an F-15 to fight the United States government anyway. All you need is a shotgun. Hi, we're President Biden's cabinet. We have penises, but we look like women and we have sex inside the Senate chambers and we are disgusting, vile human beings who absolutely are going to burn in hell. Does that sound more correct? Eli, what's up? Hi, we're President Biden's cabinet. Some men get periods. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Woo! That should be a short clip as well. So we've got the President Trump border short clip and then the high. I'm President Biden's cabinet. I'm an idiot. <laughs> 4,900 people watching right now. If that wasn't the cringiest thing that you've ever seen in your life, I don't know what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, smash that likes up button and or that thumbs up button and share, share, share so we can get over 5,000. Now check this out, folks. Check this out. Since we're talking about President Biden's cabinet, Hi, I'm a toilet brush. Let's go to one. Who cannot even tell you one policy that the Biden administration would back in order to stop the illegal flow of aliens at our southern border. Roll it. And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow, certainly uh, it, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. And we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border. And it's not unusual. This is an immigration system that has been broken for decades. And the president has taken this very seriously to try to do more. That's- 
Um, well, that wasn't the question, dummy. The question is, what would you, the administration, policy, would you support that would help secure the border? Not what would you do unilaterally. What policy would the administration support from Congress to help secure the border since we both agree that it's wide open and it's Congress's fault? And her answer again was this. And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow, certainly uh, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. And we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border. And it's not unusual. This is an immigration system that has been broken for decades. And the president has taken this very seriously to try to do more. That's her answer. So we haven't given one today, Eli, but I think that we, we, I think we know who the Dumb Dumb Award recipient should go to, right? Ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the day goes to the upside down toilet brush mop herself, Karine Jean-Pierre. All right, we are 11 minutes past the second hour. Speaking of the southern border, we've got a video here to show you. Not that you like to see videos of things happening at the southern border anymore. I think we've all had enough. But when you see this man from Guinea, who had just crossed into the United States illegally, Lukeville, Arizona, says that he has plans to go to Philadelphia. And when asked why, he didn't know. He pulled out a piece of paper with an address written on it, and that's where he's supposed to go, in Philly. And he's being uh, interviewed in Lukeville, Arizona. Where are you from? Guinea, Conakry. Where? Guinea, Conakry. Guinea, okay. And where in the U.S. do you want to go to? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Why Philadelphia? Uh, I have paper. I don't uh, know the place. Let me check the place. Want to check the place? Okay. So just an address in Philadelphia to go to. Okay. Okay. So just an address in Philadelphia. Now that was only in one ear of my speaker, so some of you might not have heard that. He said, where are you going? And he says, I don't know, Philadelphia. And he says, where, where? And he goes, I don't know. And he pulls out this, uh, pulls out this address. And it was an address to where he was supposed to go in Philadelphia. And, of course, the scene that we're all too familiar seeing, the nonstop flow. And this needs to be the backdrop for Donald Trump's rally, Eli. It actually needs to be the... Uh, I've seen, that's more kids and women I've ever seen in my life. This looks like only kids and women in this group, which is odd. They probably separate them. They probably need the, middle, the military-aged men, Eli, to go one place, and then they have the group of women and kids so they can get them on camera and say, look at all the poor women and kids is coming, because that's something that you never see, is the women and children. You always see more of the military-aged men. This is the sight that you usually see. And can you imagine that being the backdrop? Can you imagine that being the backdrop for President Trump's rally at the border? That would be huge. Lisa, that was a great, great, great idea. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we switch gears to the next um, topic, which is the Bronx... The one, the, the thumbnail you've been waiting for. I'm, Eli, let's go back and look at the thumbnail. If you guys are watching on your phone or your computer, back out. I know it's a lot easier done on your computer or your phone than watching on TV. But back out and look at that thumbnail. 
It shows the Bronx, right? And it shows Trump throwing MAGA hats into the Bronx. What is the reality that Donald Trump may go to the Bronx and do a rally? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the reality is very likely. From what I hear, Donald Trump is 100% planning a rally in the Bronx. And you know who's got to thank for that? Miss Kara Castronova. Miss Kara Castronova. But before we go to that, I do want to talk about OFP Farms, ladies and gentlemen. OFPFarms.com. OFPFarms.com. They are one of our partners here, one of our sponsors here. A very small farm out west with a very, very, very passionate family and big love coming from this family. Join the herd today. Join their email list today by going to OFPFarms.com. OFPFarms.com. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Family owned and operated since 2014. They took it. They went out on a limb. They said, we're going to start our own business because we care about America. We're going to start our own business because we care about goats and farms and people not putting chemicals and things that were going to kill you or cause cancer on your skin. They wanted to produce something beautiful, wonderful, with passion and packaging that shows it. What better place to go? Look at the Magnesium Max Bundle Kit, folks. Look at that. The Max Bundle Kit. Look at the OFP Farms Christmas Bundle Kits. The, uh, the boxes there. Look at the bags of coal, ladies and gentlemen. But gift bags with goat milk soap. Look at the basic Christmas gift uh, sets. I'm telling you, these products are amazing, and you don't have to ask me. All you have to do is look at the testimonies in the live chat. They'll tell you. So for all these wonderful products, ladies and gentlemen, and much, much more, go to OFPFarms.com. That's OFPFarms.com. Promo code LFA15, and it'll save you 15% off. 15% off. Look at that goat milk hand and body lotion. That right there is sitting on my sink right now. On my sink in my bathroom right now. Great testimonies there too. OFPFarms.com. Promo code OLFA15. That is LFA15. Okay, Eli, we got about 45 minutes left of today's show. So I think it's time to break it down to Kara Castronova in the Bronx. So you guys have seen some of these videos before. So Kara Castronova, whom I've done some events with, Eli and I were with her at the, with the NFSC uh, back in Jersey uh, earlier this year. She's a very bright individual. You've seen her work uh, with the Gateway Pundit. She's now with Newsmax. She's out there killing it. She's out there in the Bronx, down there telling the people, asking the people, what do you want? Are you Trump or Biden? And the more she goes down, the bigger the videos get. The more she goes down, the the, the more different people that she runs into that says the same thing. And I'm telling you what, folks, Bronx is for Trump. The Bronx is the bluest of the New York City boroughs with a majority of Spanish voters, and Biden won there 83%, folks. So that means if there was still that much love there for Biden, you would think Kara Castanova would run into people that were like, Biden all the way. Well, folks, we've asked her if she's only showing the Trump stuff, and she said no. There is no Biden videos at all. There's no people out here repping Joe Biden. Everybody is begging for Donald J. Trump in the Bronx. Could it go red? I guess we'll find out. Let's Apparently, go. they love Donald Trump in the Bronx. Watch this. If President Trump came here to the South Bronx, would you attend the rally? Of course. I would want to meet Trump. I would want to shake his hand. He's the only president that I see that can ever make America great again, he's capable of doing that. I would love to go to a rally with Donald Trump come, because I'm a big Donald Trump supporter. 
and I will support him 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely we're going to show him love. We're going to show him a lot of love, and, you know, like they do in other states. We definitely need to see Trump here. There's nothing but love for Donald Trump here in the South Bronx, the North Bronx, the East Bronx, and the West Bronx. So, you tell we me... Want, we want Trump to come back. Please, bro. Biden, get out of here, bro. Yes. I will come to the rally and support Trump. Because the Bronx need a change, and we need somebody that's really going help this community. I would definitely come to a Trump rally in the South Bronx. I like him. You do? Yes. Yes, I will come to a rally if President Trump was to come to the Bronx, and I also would bring other people to come to and support him. Would Joe Biden get a warm reception if he came to the Bronx? No, he wouldn't have. And I'll make sure of that. <laughs> Reporting for Newsmax in the South Bronx. If Donald Trump can get more of the black votes, Democrats are done. God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, that kind of love for Donald Trump. I want to pull up the live chat. Let's let's see. I bet the live chat is living right now. If Nikki Birdbrain Haley is out there birdbraining, then you know that live chat is living right now. Here we go. Let's see. Merry Christmas, Miranda. Go to D.C. and you'll see where all the vendors around the Capitol are selling Trump stuff. That is exactly right. I've seen it. Bronx for Trump says LFA producer. I seem to always get busy at work. When this show is on, now I have to play catch up. The big political area in New York City, Harlem. He has to win Harlem. Let's go. That would be awesome, says DeClues. Wow, that was very cool, said Sharon. Yeah, I'm going to ask uh, Kara if she'll come on the show next week after Christmas. Um, if the Bronx is awake, who's next? President Trump is the man. That's got to be Yan- in Yankee Stadium. Oh, the, the rally? Oh, yes, let's go. Here for the second half of the show. How you doing, Kittenhead? Thank you very much. Show these new Trump supporters love. Amen. The Bronx. No loony, truny, rainbow crew stepping to the microphone. They scared of an attractive non-mask wearing person, says Brian. I love the way you speak, my brother. Trump absolutely needs to have a rally in the Bronx. I hope he comes to Maryland again. I went to his rally in 2016. It was amazing. Oh, I'm sure he will. That man's got energy like I've never seen before in my life. Love Kara Castronova. Yes, we do. We definitely love Kara Castronova. And right there it is, Eli. Troy Ingram says Trump is the newest Bronx bomber. Woo! There should be a shirt, Eli. Trump's head, uh, his hair, right? The new, uh, new, the new Bronx bomber with the hair over the words, right? Somebody already probably stealing that, and they're going to go do it right now, Eli. All right. Nearly 5,000 people watching live. I'd like to ask if you guys could do another round of sharing. We have not broke 5,000 yet this stream, and we really aim for breaking 5,000 live viewers and 2,000 thumbs up. So if you're watching and you haven't done either of those things yet, we would really appreciate it. It looks like we got some birthdays out there today. We've got a birthday for Jesus Child. Who else birthday? did we have a birthday today? I want to sing, you know what, I'm going to sing it to everybody. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear everyone, happy birthday to you, including you, Jesus Child. God bless, and I love that that name, I love that handle, Jesus Child, Jesus Child. But ladies and gentlemen, it isn't only New York and those inner, inner uh, boroughs of New York that are going for Trump. Chicago's following suit. Now, you guys know we talked about Chicago in the beginning of the show. Now, you're about to see a man by the name of George Blakemore. And you're probably going to say, I've seen this man before. Where have I seen George Blakemore before? Well, George Blakemore was interviewed by Ben Berkwam just the other day. Just the other day. 
But before we go to that video, I do have to say thank you to the following people. Um, MDSC, $20. Merry Christmas, Jeremy and Eli. Thank you for that. And a $200 donation from T Wild One. Merry Christmas, guys. Buy a gift for yourselves. Leaving on vacay. See you in 2024. We'll see you in 2024 as well. Get some good needed rest. When we all come back from Christmas and vacation, I got to tell you, LFA TV is going to be off to the races. Ladies and gentlemen, Chicago standing up. Uh, Immigrants, illegal, call ICE, send them all back, waiting across the Rio Grande and and don't uh, obey our immigration and naturalization law. And to see another group come over here, it's disgraceful. It is un-American. And these rules that you have, the rule, who made these rules? When did our ultimate vote for these rules? When did the people have time to, to participate in making these rules? And one of you all came over to me, Mr. Blakemore, we got little children. What about the black children in the ghetto? We got to make a future for them. These others will move them out. Move us out and then come in to compete with jobs, goods, and contracted service. The historian Carl Addison say that they have a negative effect on the black community. I'm strictly advocating for black people and call ice on them. Trump, come in here. Clean this mess up. The most Corrupt city in the United States is the city of Chicago. And that's not my... Thank you, Mr. Blakemore, for your comments. Thank you, Mr. Blakemore, for your comments. You're dang right. We thank you, sir, for your comments. We love you for standing up there and saying that stuff. We know that people, you know, those older folks like that, they don't got, they know they don't got much time left. And, he, and they're out there speaking the truth now, you know. Uh, the, the boomers are out there speaking truth like no other. And so is Gen X out there, my generation, Gen X. And, uh, you know, I believe Gen X and millennials, as much crap as we got for being, you know, a destructive society, a generation, Gen X leading into uh, to, um, to millennials, uh, we're, I think they're going to save the country. I think Gen X and millennials are going to save the country. Gen Z is, is, um, is starting to come up. But if, we, if, Gen, if Gen X and, and, and millennials save the country, then Gen Z and I think Alpha is after them. They'll be ripe and ready to be conservatives. They'll be ripe and ready to be God-fearing Christian men and women. So Gen X and conservatives, we need to look to the baby boomers. The baby boomers can't get out there and fight like that man can anymore. The baby boomers are the ones that raised us. The baby boomers are the ones that know what we need to remember. So let's Gen Xers and millennials work together. Get that information from those boomers that we need. Bring back those good times. Bring back that, those, those patriotic feelings and those positive feelings and those God-fearing families again. And let's give that to Gen Z and to the Alpha generation, folks, because I tell you what, we need some hope in this country. And I see a lot of hope when I look in places like Chicago like that. I see a lot of hope. Now, where I don't see a lot of hope, and this is something that Eli, uh, producer Eli really hits him at home. Where I don't see a lot of hope is our homeless vets, right? Eli, you, uh, you, every time we do a story, every time I talk to you about anything, it seems like the veteran issue is like the biggest issue. But you didn't really have a military family. So where does that come from? 
Well, my brother was in the Coast Guard, but uh, and um, my grandfather's uh, served in the military. So, yeah, I mean, not my immediate family, but it, it just blows my mind. These people go away, and they defend our country. And it's like the movie Born on the Fourth of July again. They come back, and they're treated like trash. They're treated like garbage. Who, who do these people think they are? These, these people are our heroes. They protected your right to act like an a-hole every day and, and just shoot off at the mouth, and they just get thrown away, and migrants get everything. Well, it's called lack of respect, and, and, and that's something that, uh, that this country desperately needs is respect again. Um, Chavez Linda said 38 homeless people died this week in El Paso. Unbelievable. Number of homeless veterans under Joe Biden has risen 7% over the last year. And this is the highest percentage increase ever recorded. A new study has found that the number of homeless veterans in the United States of America rose by 7% in the last year, which is reportedly the highest jump ever recorded. This is a problem that has always bothered most Americans. But it is even more frustrating today as we see our political leaders in various cities and states scrambling to find shelter for people who aren't even here legally and who didn't fight for this country ever. That's what really gets us. Veterans should take priority over everyone, let alone people illegally crossing the, crossing the southern border. The number of homeless veterans rose more than 7% from 2022 to 2023, the largest yearly jump since the government began tracking the metric more than a decade ago. The study from the Department of Housing and Urban Development showed an increase of more than 2,400 veterans without stable housing in the past year over the prior year, bringing the total number of homeless veterans, people that signed on the dotted line to fight for you and I, to 35,574 that we know about. I'll guarantee you there's double that. According to the new report, advocates for homeless veterans say that the actual number of veterans without housing is likely even higher, given the limitations of the survey. That's what I, I say. It's double that. Department of Veterans Affairs Secretary Dennis McDonough said in a statement that the White House planned to increase grant programs to prevent homeless, uh, among, the homelessness among veterans. This is shameful. We should not have any homeless veterans at all producer eli doesn't your brother work for the veterans hospital yep yep works for the yeah the va has for years and i couldn't be more proud of him for taking care of our fighting men and women you know there are some people out there who care but yeah it's hard it's especially hard around the holidays too because around the holidays you know that's when you see all these people and you're out there christmas shopping and you see all the lights being strung up you see these beautiful like scenes like you see behind me here and then you see these people on the street so sad so sad skyfell says this is unacceptable my grandpa was a marine and so was my cousin they should be taken care of first and foremost how many of you have veterans in your families? Uh, let's pull up the Rumble chat here. Uh, I'll just give you a, a quick example. My family is a, a huge military family. Both my grandfathers, uncles, myself, uh, we were all in the military. Uh, my dad wasn't, but my dad was on the railroad uh, for 30 years. And, j you know, that was, that's hard work to this country as well. Now let's pull up the chat here. Let's see how many people. Irish says right here, right here, 
GR Messick says me. Claire, I do. Joe says a lot. CQ, yes. Look at all these. 22 veterans a day commit suicide. It's so sad. It's so sad. I got a lot. Me and my husband are both veterans. Well, thank you very much, Patty. Thank you for your service. Give honor and respect to our veterans. I do. Huge military family here. My dad is a Vietnam veteran. Both grandfathers. My father was in the Army. My dad was in Nam. My son is in Army Special Forces right now. We should push for more rallies to support the January 6th people. I agree with that, too. I agree with that, too. My husband is a veteran, 26 and a half years in the Navy. Look at all of the military family in here, Eli. Look at all of this. It must make you people sick to see what they're giving to these illegals over your veterans. It must make you sick. It makes me sick. It makes me sick to my stomach. It makes producer Eli sick. They, they make them jump through hoops and, and beg for their benefits. And, it, oh, there's nothing that infuriates me more. But here comes a migrant. Here you go. Here's a thousand bucks. Well, whose money do you think they're giving them? They're giving them the money out of the Veterans Affairs programs. That's where that money's coming from. Yeah. Sick. Sick. And I call on Democrat mayors and Democrat governors to start standing up the way that Mayor Eric, eighth grade, hanging earring, where you get that from? Hey, yo, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker from the very, from the very bottom. I've been here. I know my city. I love my city. I got a hanging earring. He stood up against the Democrats for their southern border, and now he's being investigated by the FBI. Now, I'm not going to say that I agree with anything that Mayor Eric 8th grade Adams does because, I mean, just, I mean, (laughs) come on, look at me, pinnacle black male. However, he did go against the Biden administration and and called out the southern border invasion. And now he's being investigated by the FBI. But that's not all, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Eric Adams has recently accused the Democratic Party on the city council of pursuing a far-left agenda. Is this man creeping right to save his career? The mayor is caught between a rock and a hard place, it seems. He was elected as a pro-police candidate. He was in the police. Who was going to tackle the city's crime problem. Yet almost all of the Democrats in his orbit are still following the progressive position on crime and policing, defund the cops. Adams must be very frustrated if he has been pushed to the point of admitting that his own party is part of the problem. New York City Eric 8th grade Adams, mayor of of New York City, accused his fellow Democrats of being of following the far left agenda on criminal justice, indicating in party tension as the Big Apple faces a wave of hate crimes. Quote, this assault on public safety is just wrong, Adams told host radio host John. Don't know his last name. You have you have people. He goes like this. He says, you have people who have a far-left agenda, who don't believe in supporting the police, and they're writing this legislation and just handing it off to the city council people. The city council, which has a Democratic supermajority, earlier that day passed two bills that banned solitary confinement and requiring police officers to list the race and gender of every person they encounter during an investigation. So now, when the police ask you, 
what was the person's what did the person look like that robbed you you can't say they were black eli can't do that cannot ask the race so you don't even know who to go get hate crimes in new york city a vast majority of which are anti-Semitic last month rose by 33% compared to the same period last year. I told you, these cities are grooming their citizens to hate the Jews. And now Eric Adams not only called out the southern border, but now he's calling out his own Democratic city council saying, you are pushing a far-left agenda and the city's paying for it. I guess the FBI will just have to knock on his door a little bit harder, won't they? Mary Ann says he failed there. I agree. Somebody who didn't fail in New York City when they were a mayor, though, and who has been titled and labeled America's mayor is Rudy Giuliani. When Rudy Giuliani went to New York City, he cleaned it up like no mayor had ever done before and no mayor has ever done since. Mayor Rudy Giuliani took out the mob. Mayor Rudy Giuliani was there when the Twin Towers fell. Notice I didn't get say get struck. Hey, Eli, have you ever seen that? Uh, I saw a commercial, or not a commercial, a cartoon meme the other day that showed the plane heading towards the Twin Towers, and all of a sudden the plane just stopped, and it zoomed in, and Superman stopped the, the plane, and, it said, and he goes, I, Superman, save the day again. And while he's holding the plane, the towers fall anyway, <laughs> and they crumble anyway. Superman to say. Now, we're not laughing that the towers fell, ladies and gentlemen. We're just, you know, you know what we're saying. Anyway, Rudy Giuliani just filed bankruptcy, folks. This is how much the left is coming after us. This is how much the left is coming after American patriotic people who fought and served for this country. And if you don't think Rudy Giuliani fought and served for New York City, then you must be mistaken. What they're doing to this man, they will pay for Vengeance will be the Lord's. And it really makes me upset, about as upset as it makes Eli when somebody turns their face on a veteran, turns their back, I should say. Now, somebody said we need to donate for Rudy. No, we don't. We can't. The reason why he's filing for bankruptcy is so that Ruby and her stupid daughter don't get, his, don't get any money. Rudy Giuliani files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection following the 148 million defamation judgment from the Obama-appointed Judge Beryl Howell when she immediately ordered enforcement of Georgia election workers Ruby Freeman and Wandrea Shea Moss's $148 million judgment. According to Bloomberg, Giuliani listed $500 million in debts and between $1 million and $10 million in assets. The bankruptcy filing puts the litigation on hold. But what they're doing to this man at his age for what he did for our country, the man should have immunity even if he did something wrong for what he did for New York City. And I know that that's hypothetical what I'm saying there, and I probably wouldn't agree with that if, it was the, if that was the case, but you know what I'm saying. We're coming for you. Oh, and it's going to be sweet justice when we do. Man, is it going to be sweet justice when we do. Arthur Nettler just donated $5, Eli. Thank you very much, Arthur. And he says, did you see that Hunter Biden is in the list of creditors against Rudy? Wow, I didn't see that. News to me. 
News to me. All right, folks. If you looked in the description of this show, you saw that there was something listed, Planned Parenthood traffics children across state lines. What is left of Project Veritas? I don't know what's left of it, but put out a video yesterday showing an undercover camera and what it picked up is sickening, mind-blowing, unlawful, and needs to be held accountable. She's 13. Her parents don't know yet. Yeah, we, so we don't do them here. But we, yeah, we don't do them in Missouri. It's illegal. But we do have, um, I can give you a packet of the two locations that do it in Kansas. They have people that will come pick them up. They have people really? that pay for the whole thing. Yes. I would call them and tell them what the situation is. They're going to help you with that. All within Planned Parenthood? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if the school agrees or not. We say that she was at the doctor. And we can cr- we can cut off our letterhead so it doesn't even say where she was. Trust me, this is not, this is not our first radio. How many times do you do this a year? Well, like abortion? Girls coming out of the state, yes. Oh, oh. every day. We get, yeah. Every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Because we set up hotels for them. We set up every day. Every day. We never tell her parents anything. She's an adult from our clients. Project Veritas recently set out to investigate Planned Parenthood and their actions pertaining to abortions in a post Roe v. Wade country. Most states have trigger laws that immediately went into effect following the Dobbs decision in the Supreme Court made in June 2022. Is she, is she wanting that termination? Or is she just I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look into it, but... Yeah, they'll do it in the her, her, her parents don't know yet. Yeah, we, so we don't do them here. But we, yeah, we don't do them in Missouri. It's illegal. But we do have... Um, I can give you a packet of the two locations that do it in Kansas. That'd be so great. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. In this particular interview, the journalist met with Lashana, who is the managing director at one of a few Planned Parenthood offices in Kansas City, Missouri. While abortion is prohibited by state law in Missouri, this has not stopped Planned Parenthood from providing every necessity for young girls to be transported across state lines for an abortion in Kansas. Yeah, they've made them illegal in Missouri, but these two places in Kansas, this one is our clinic. And then this one is one that's right next to our clinic. And they both perform it. Oh, great. I would call because if you go online, they kind of give you the right around. But if you call and let them know what's going on, they'll do whatever they can to help you. Given that states like Kansas still permit abortion, could this potentially serve as a loophole for adults other than parents to accompany a minor, enabling them to seek medical attention and undergo an abortion without parental involvement? If you're trying to do it without the parents knowing, then you need to call because they need to do a bypass. Yeah. They can, they will bypass without the parents. You just have to make sure you tell them that when you... What is a bypass? Just not letting the parents know. Great. Yeah. So I, I can bring her? Yeah. You just have to, when you call, just tell them the situation. They'll walk you through everything. Could this lead to the exploitation of the process and increase the risks that minors will be abused? So if I can't do it, can is there a service that can get her across the state line? Yeah. Yeah. I would ask. They have... People that'll come pick them up. They have to really? pay for the whole thing. Yes, I would call them and tell them what the situation is. They're going to help you with that. All within Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Could we get permission from a teacher to get her out of school during its school day for it? We could give doctors excuse. What's that? We could give a doctor's note to where the school. It doesn't matter if the school agrees or not. We say that she was at the doctor. They have to take it. Oh, and the teachers have to take it no matter what. And, but they don't tell the parents. No, no, no. And we can cr- we can cut off our letterhead so it doesn't even say where she was. Trust me, this is not this is not our first radio. They're gonna know exactly how to handle that. 
Okay, so 13-year-olds can go across the state line. Absolutely. Parenthood helps them do that and then pays for the whole thing. I won't say it pays for the whole thing, oh. but they will work for you. Sometimes they do end up paying for it. Yeah, yeah it's illegal in Missouri. So you all work very tightly with Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's great, because when she called me, I looked it up right away, and I was like, no. Yeah, we're all affiliated. We're all one big old clinic, pretty much. So the, the money just, it you're able to. Oh, how many times do you do this a year? Like a boy. Girls coming out of the state, yes. Oh, oh. every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Wow. Mm -hmm. We set up hotels for them. We set up every day, every day. So this is so great because she's 13. Yeah, she's so young. And she's scared, you know, not over here. And I, her parents do not. They're like so conservative, and I cannot let them know. And they won't. They won't. If she's. In, I mean, in Planned Parenthood, we consider you an adult. So you can make the decision, then we got you. Okay. Okay. And then she, can she come in here for follow up? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she doesn't have to go back there for follow up. Once she's done with them, she can come back here. And what about like contraceptives? We'll take care of all of that. All without any mm -hmm. consent? Yep, we never tell her parents anything. She's an adult in our clinic. As the investigation unfolds, these questions remain. Are lawmakers aware that Planned Parenthood has successfully, in their own words, created a bypass for young minors to acquire an abortion in another state without parental consent? Are schools and teachers cognizant of the fact that Planned Parenthood could be taking students out of school under deceitful pretenses to facilitate abortions without their parents' knowledge? And if Planned Parenthood is doing this, quote, every day in just one state, how many teenage girls across this nation have been transported across state lines to have their pregnancies terminated with the consent of adults whom they are not even related to? Stay tuned for part two to see what is happening in a nearby conservative state that has recently been attacked by the media for its politician stance for pro-life laws. The pursuit of clarity and justice continues. Nancy had a great question. What happens if the child dies during the abortion? Eli, that was a great question. What happens if the child dies during the abortion? We do it every day. Did you see how happy they were? That's Satan. We do it every day. We get hotels for them. Nobody will know. Nobody will know. Do you know if I was in there and I heard that? I wouldn't do anything because I'm a law-abiding citizen. Somebody said body dump, Eli. If they killed the, ba the child during the abortion, it would be a body dump. Do, do away with it, and then if anyone came looking, oh, they must have run away. This is absolutely the most disgusting, filthy crap. That video right there alone, if we had legitimate federal agencies, should be busting down, storming every single Planned Parenthood, shutting them down, arresting all these people, and locking them up for the rest of their natural lives, especially with their sneery, smiling, crap face attitude about it. Yeah, well, I, I have a feeling um, I have a feeling Planned Parenthood is going to be one of the first judged, uh, not by God and Jesus, but by the people of this country. I think that uh, uh, what they've been doing is is child trafficking. They've been doing they found a way to do it across state lines, which makes it federal. And um, I, I agree they would do a body dump if they killed that poor uh, if they killed a poor girl, if they killed a poor girl. 
I like Eli when he gets like this. I know, me too. That's what I, Me too. Me too. Shut them down all the way down. Amen. How do we get that video to Josh Hawley? Well, I'm sure Josh Hawley, ha- I mean, it's put out, it's, I got it off the internet, so, uh, but I can take, I can take that in, um, link and I can put it in the live chat for you right now. There you go. There you go, folks. Um, all right, we're going to be moving on here, um, but I want to get to a word from our last two sponsors, so this would be a good time to Take a drink, fill up your coffee, uh, and listen to these great two sponsors. Actually, this run right here, folks, might be the most important sponsor that we have. Like, I I know that Four Patriots is probably right up there for emergency preparedness. But if you're talking about your health, you're talking about breathing, you're talking about your medications, you're talking about your prescriptions, you're talking about those things that the woke doctors and pharmaceutical companies and physicians tried to keep you away from, which caused so many people to die while they put them on ventilators and remdesivir instead, then ladies and gentlemen, look no further than the wellness company. There's three different things that I want to bring to your attention with the wellness company. The first one is the spike support protein. You guys heard me read the testimony from that lady yesterday. Day for um and what it did to what it's doing for her and her husband i mean the spike support protein ladies and gentlemen is probably the best thing that you're going to get and take every day in order to kind of give you back a little bit of the what you had before you took that vaccine or before you got that man-made covid which is not a um mrna it's a mod rna folks so the spike protein support very 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 powerful and very important but we also got the covid emergency kit the COVID emergency kit, it's the same size as the emergency kit, the, the, uh, the medical emergency kit. But in the COVID kit, it comes with all the stuff that you're going to need to prevent or get rid of this stuff when the next election variant comes. And then, of course, the one you see me holding in my hand right here, which is the medical emergency kit. Now, this will hold all of your personal prescriptions and maybe all of the things that you think that you might need in the case of an emergency, this will hold. And you can have complete peace of mind with virtual doctors, doctors that went against the grain and got yelled at or kicked off their practice or may, or, or fired for, for standing up against COVID. Those are the doctors behind this. And you can go talk to a doctor today, delivered right to your door, and that is TWC.health. TWC.health, promo code, or no, slash LFA. TWC.health slash LFA today. And folks, the last sponsor of the day is our good friends over at Gold Co. One thing that I've been trying to tell people about gold is gold is no different except for a heck of a lot more safe than having your money in the bank. A lot of the people do not trust banks. So you'll see a lot of rich people, they'll keep their money in real estate. And they'll keep their money in that real estate because they know it's pretty safe there. It's a heck of a lot more safe than in the bank, especially with all the hacking that goes on, especially with all the routing that goes on, the wires coming in and out, the, the, the constant uh, uh, the, the dollar getting destroyed. Well, guess what? Land, gold, and silver and all that, that always goes up. So what you do is you take any money that you might have left inside of a bank or retirement fund and you take it out of those and you put it into something else that's going to be a lot more secure. And that's where gold, precious metals come in. Gold and silver. Yesterday I was having a great talk with Ryan Matta 
and Pete Santilli. They're going to be doing a morning finance show here on LFA TV coming in 2024, where they're going to talk about the markets. They're going to talk about um, digital currency, Bitcoin, and stuff like that. They're going to be talking about when to buy, when to sell. They do this stuff, and they love this stuff. And I can tell you right now, folks, there's no better time to buy precious metals than today. So... If you want to get in the game, if you want to hold that in your hands and know it's peace of mind until Trump comes back and reinvigorates the economy, then go to goldco.com today. That's goldco.com. Request a free kit, 855-450-1394, goldco.com today. Now, bird brain, Nikki Haley. You know what she said about Donald Trump, Eli? America will not survive another term from Donald Trump, her former boss. What happened the first term? Everything was great. We won't survive greatness again. Bird Brain Haley says we will not survive another great term from Donald J. Trump. What say all of you? Here's what I have to say about it, Eli. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Cocaine <laughs> is definitely a hell of a drug. Nikki Birdbrain Warmonger Haley. Shut up, Bird. Shut up, Bird. Has updated her attacks on President Trump during her latest interview with far-left Iowa Public Radio. Haley said that the country just simply will not survive another Trump term. President Trump is the only president in her lifetime who did not bring America into war. Trump destroyed the Chinese economy. He exposed the North Korean tyrant. Trump brought peace to the Middle East and obliterated ISIS, all while making it so that the economy was the best economy we've ever had, the highest stock markets we've ever had, the lowest black and brown unemployment we've ever had, the lowest women unemployment we've ever had, something Barack Obama could not do Ever. Nikki Haley really exposed herself here, folks, because she worked for Donald J. Trump. She was out there touting while working for Trump that nobody has done better for America than Trump. I don't agree with Trump praising these dictators, she said. You don't go and say Hezbollah's smart. You don't congratulate the Chinese Communist Party on their 70th anniversary. You don't praise President Xi a dozen times after he gave the world COVID. You just don't do that. Instead, you let these countries know what we expect of them. And now more than ever, we need to come at them strong. This is about preventing war. Nikki Haley, you have made millions and millions and millions of dollars off doing the opposite of preventing war. You numbnut. Speaking of numb nuts, <laughs> I'm going to go off. Oh, look, a bird here for a minute. My daughter the other day, my six-year-old daughter, we were playing Santa's Village because we have the little village out and she wants to play all the time. She goes, Daddy, would you like to buy these chess beans from me? And I said, what? And she goes, would you like to buy these chess beans from me? I said, chest beans or chess beans? She said, chess beans, Daddy, just say you'll buy them. And I said, I don't know what they are. I don't know what you're saying. And she picks up the little guy that's carrying and selling the cart of chestnuts. <laughs> she thought that they were called chest beans. I guess she forgot that they were called chestnuts. So when I said numb nuts, I thought of that story. Would you like some chest beans? I would if I knew what they are, honey. 
Oh, chestnuts. Oh, no, I don't like them. <laughs> that is the cutest thing on planet Earth, unlike Nikki Bird Brain Haley. So then, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to do this to you. I really do. But Neil Cavuto and Chris Sununu might be dumber than Frank Luntz and Kevin McCarthy. Who would you rather not have a conversation with? Neil Cavuto and Chris Sununu or Frank Luntz and Kevin McCarthy? That's a toss-up. Listen to them try to tell the world that everybody's rallying behind Nikki Haley. But then Fox News screws up and puts up the poll numbers. (laughs) And Trump's beating Nikki Haley by like 60%. But yet they're trying to get the world to believe she's so great. Uh, right now, the governor of New Hampshire, Chris Sununu, on these fast-moving developments and the presidential race as it stands right now. Governor, good to have you back. Um, Nikki Haley, depending right. on w- where you are and what poll you look at, is definitely surging in your state. She's even making some inroads in, in, in Iowa. In Iowa, she still trails the, the former president by quite a bit. Um, depending on what you look at... Uh, not necessarily quite a bit in your state, but a lot of people are tracing that back to your... Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Stop that. Stop that right there. Look at this, folks. Look at this. (laughs) Look at the the numbers. (laughs) Eli, what do you think of that? She had one of the same numbers in her numbers. There's a one. I guess you could say she's doing pretty good, huh, folks? Oh, look at that. All right, so hold on. They're talking about this, and they throw that up. All right, let's let's, <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back. Uh, well, it, it, look, I don't care what poll you look at. She is surging. Uh, it's real. It, there's a lot of momentum here. Um, and, again, it's not just here in New Hampshire, but, you know, now she's potentially second place in a couple polls in Iowa. Um, so that's it. I mean, I've always said this is a race between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. She's making her case, connecting with voters. And it's real. It's genuine. It isn't just, oh, here's a, can- a candidate with a campaign. People see this as a movement, a real movement. No, to they move, Make sure the Republican Party's moving forward, making sure nope. that we're galvanizing the country with someone that not just can win, because most of the Republican candidates can beat Joe Biden. That's that's actually not very difficult, but can actually carry the entire ballot with her, right? And kind of bring that genuineness, um, that live for your die thing. We're pretty passionate about it here in New Hampshire, but if you could bring a little bit of that to the White House, that's a pretty awesome opportunity for this country. All right. Now, as you were speaking before, uh, Governor, we were showing national polls that show her need making inroads. In your state, it depends on the poll of the day, and I get that. But the momentum is there. Now, Watch of course, this. she has Look, about a again. month Look. to close that Look. gap. And I'm I'm just wondering Look, here. That's New um, Hampshire. This, again, is a national poll. So, guys, we can take oh, that national. off. I'm just talking to the New Hampshire governor. Uh, is, is it your sense in the state that New Hampshire is, is, is getting tight? Oh, with, without a doubt. So in, in multi, two or three polls now, she's within, you know, 13, 14 points, whatever you want to look at. Um, you, all the Chris Christie voters are coming on board. The DeSantis voters, everybody's really galvanizing around Nikki at this point. Trump voters are saying, oh, wait a minute. You mean it's not inevitable? <laughs> Neil Cavuto goes, you can get that off the screen. We're talking about New Hampshire here, not, not nationally. Get it off the screen. We're talking to the New Hampshire governor here. Jeez, come on, guys. You can't be showing polls like that. The second one they showed was worse than the first one. 
<laughs> That's Fox News, idiots. <laughs> Fox News puts that up there, and, and in Neil Cavuto's brain, Eli, in Neil Cavuto's brain, when, when Fox put that up there, when he was talking about this, this is what happened. He heard this. $100, green broccoli says it's up for grabs. We'll claim it. We'll claim it, green broccoli. Wow. Somebody said the bird brain's nest is empty. Green broccoli, thank you for the $100 Christmas donation. We love you, and thank you so much. And now, ladies and gentlemen, with only three minutes left, I'd like to show you, I'd like to report two murders, please. Okay, the ne- next person you're about to see here is Marie, uh, Marianne Williamson. She's running for president against Joe Biden as a Democrat. She went on TimCast. Now, while I'm not the biggest fan of TimCast, he got her here. Oh, I'd like to report a murder, please. And what do you think would be, a re- like, let's say that hypothetically happened, and there was someone who was, who was being charged with a crime, and the judge said, they, they petitioned for a change of venue, and the judge says, there's, there's nowhere you can go that will free you from the bias of this place, so we're doing it here anyway. I don't think that would be right. And somebody would be petitioning somebody. I mean, even in those cases, there is such a thing as judicial prejudice. Somebody would be uh, would be arguing that there was judicial prejudice and this, this, the case what would if, not stop there. What if the case did stop there? And the if the case did stop there, I'd be the first to say this is wrong. Uh-oh. So will you stand up in defense of Derek Chauvin? Oh! Oh! <sighs> wow. Got Derek Chauvin, Chauvin I petitioned I know for a change Derek of venue, Are you and the judge said there is no there is no venue you can go to where you'll be free of any bias, so we do it here anyway. So is the issue— Wasn't there some legitimacy to that, given the fact that everybody saw the video? Everybody saw the video, so how could there be a lack of prejudice anywhere? Right. So, so are you so, saying— So, so the question is, is about uh, the Constitution and what is fair in the court of law and not what we want to have happened because of our feelings. I don't so think if the problem. issue is a judge says there will be no fair trial for you, my argument is then there's no trial at all. And the man should be released because that's a limitation of our democratic system. That's what your argument would be? Absolutely. Okay, so if you a, and I totally disagree on that one. If a, oh, I'm not a big Tim Cass fan, but boy, I'd like to report a moita. I'd like to report a moita on that one because he absolutely murdered her with that question, set her up for the fall, and of course she fell. And ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report one more uh, murder here, and that's of Schenk from the Young Turks. Let me just get on to it. You You say, first of all, you say, I don't care about the death of Palestinian children. Yes, I do care. I care very deeply about it. But I also know that the responsibility for their deaths lies on Hamas, which has misgoverned their society for the last 16 years, and now has been leading the country into being in a war with Israel. So yes, it's on Hamas. As this, as for seeing wars, by the way, I just mentioned about seeing wars because, as far as I can see, you're very ill-travelled as well as rather ill-lettered and ill-spoken. <laughs> and I mentioned that I cover wars and go to wars because I happen to think myself that it's worth seeing things with your own eyes, including things that you don't particularly like, but you report the truth. I don't know if you ever even leave your own bedroom, and I can tell already that you don't because you've already said something that demonstrates you know nothing about this conflict. You have Ooh. just demonstrated it in the following terms. You said that this is why we need to push for a two-state solution and give legitimacy to the Palestinian Authority. I'll tell you something you don't know, because I guess you spent no time in the West Bank, have you? I'll tell you something you probably don't know. 
The Palestinian Authority, Fatah, celebrated the 7th of October massacres. I'll give you another fact which demonstrates you know nothing about this and clearly haven't ever visited any Palestinians in the West Bank as I have. If there was an election tomorrow in the West Bank, the reason why there isn't one is because if there was an election tomorrow in the West Bank, Hamas would win. So your idea of a two-state solution, I'm afraid you are so out of date and you really should leave your bedroom. I love it. And he had nothing to say because that man was spitting truth and that man was spitting facts. Eli, we're getting ready to leave. Kevin Smith and Loud Majority is getting ready to start. It's Christmas. You got a, a farewell uh, send off to the, to the fans. LFA family and Patriots, Merry Christmas. We can't wait to come back next week. We, I mean, Jeremy might even do a Rise Up show. I might even come in for it because we love being here in the studio and we love giving you the truth. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the deal right now. You guys want to know the schedule for LFA? It goes like this. We are off Christmas. We are off Christmas the day after Christmas, meaning we won't come back for live shows until Wednesday. However, we will be showing on Wednesday and maybe on Christmas reruns of rallies and other shows like that. So LFA TV, you can still have on. You can still watch our last rally because we're going to replay it. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to say Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we have this sponsor, which is this little toy bobblehead, this little I'll be back Trump bobblehead. These things are really ruggedly made and they're really awesome. And you could help us out and support LFA by texting Trump 2024 to 70301. Text Trump 2024. Eli, put this in the chat for me. To 70301. And get your I'll be back bobblehead today. Listen, listen, everybody. It's time to go. Merry Christmas. Kevin Smith is starting his show now. I love you all. I hope you guys have the best Christmas. I will see you back again on Wednesday, unless we come in Tuesday morning, the day after Christmas, and do a rise up. That might happen. Stay tuned. God bless you guys. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. Stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. Merry Christmas. God bless you guys. And I will see you on the flip side. Peace out. That will